Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I got into running. I'm going to go back in time all the way to probably 2014, and I'm going to walk you through the entire process. So if we go back to 2014, um, basically, uh, I was living at home. And it was just me and my dad at that time. And my dad, um, he was at work and he, he started acting weird and the people at work, you know, were like, you know, something's up. And so they sent him to the emergency care center and they basically said like, you need to go to the hospital So he goes to the hospital and they run some checks and they find out that he had two mini strokes um, that day. So we're pretty sure that he had one right before he got into work um, because his car, like the windows were all cracked in a weird way um, and he said he couldn't figure out how to how to roll them back up, which, you know, he's been in that car for several years at that point. So he knows how to roll them back up. Um, and then he must've had a second micro one at work. Um, and so he got lucky though. Like he had, he had the two micro strokes and, uh, the left side of his face was a little paralyzed. And then part of his left side of his body was a little paralyzed, but, um, over time he got that back. But one thing the doctors were really, you know, they were stressing like he, the possibility of him having another one and it being, you know, a widow maker or an ender is very high. So he needs to do everything he can to, you, you know, lower his everything. <laughs> so, um, they wanted to put him on high blood pressure, high blood pressure, um, pills and blood thinning pills. And just like a whole bunch of, um, you know, pills. And number one, my dad doesn't have he doesn't really believe in hospitals that much and he's not um he doesn't have that much money so he was not interested in that by any means so he comes home with nothing you know nothing and he starts to freak out he's freaking out because he can't do the things that he once did at least not as well and he's worried about work. Um, he's a, uh, long time Menards, uh, employee. He's worked there forever. Um, and they're really, really good to him. You know, they're really, really good. Um, and yeah. Um, so he's, he's one of those guys that if he's not working six days a week, five days a week, um, then he's confused. He doesn't know exactly what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. So, um, so I took it upon myself 
to attempt to do some Google searching and do some research on what someone of his age who's just had a stroke needs to do. Um, and my dad's always been overweight. He's always had, you know, the, the big belly, the big legs. Um, he never, he never looked obese. He just looked really, really well filled in. He just looked very big. He never had that, like that excess fat just jiggling all over the place. Um, he always, he always had, um, you know, being six, four, he had a lot of places to hide it. So that probably helped. Um, so I knew right off the bat, he needed to lose weight. I knew he had high blood pressure. I knew he needed to avoid another stroke. So in doing all this research, I found, you know, a handful of natural, um, supplements and vitamins that he can take that would help with the high blood pressure. And then everyone was saying low salt diet. So, um, so I decided, you know, I'm going to start cooking him low salt, low salt diet food, um, and make meals that are healthy. And I figured out like a breakfast that he can eat a lunch that he can eat. And then I would cook him a dinner. So, in this process, I'm realizing if I'm cooking him a dinner, then I'm going to also eat some of that dinner. So I'm going to cook enough for two because that's easier than trying to cook for one person. So I also at the time was pushing 202 pounds. I'm probably barely five foot nine. So I was easily, you know, 50 to 60 pounds overweight. Um, and so I started eating the low salt diet. I started to look into new, uh, you know, vitamins and supplements and stuff like that. So I started taking, um, my share of supplements. And then I was thinking, I wonder what, what can I do to, uh, lose weight and stay tone? So, um, so I, I, thought about running. I thought, Oh, that'll be perfect. So I had it in the back of my head. I'm going to start running. And right around this time, I decided to do a 30 day fast. I've never done a 30 day fast in my life, but I thought, you know what, if, if I need to lose weight, like a lot, and I need to get healthy so that I can be, you know, just a better person, I'm going to do it. So I decided I would, um, I would not eat food until sunset. Um, and I would only have liquids during the day. So I, I, I allowed myself a Red Bull, which back then I was super into. So I allowed myself a Red Bull water, um, Gatorade and, um, supplements and vitamins. So no food till sundown. And right around this time I started getting into, uh, I started to run. So I literally put on a pair of shoes, a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. And, um, I think I might've had my dog with me. 
one of my dogs. I'm not sure. Anyways, I think I did. But what I would do is I, I would, yeah, I must have had a dog because I was going for a walk. So I'm going for a walk, which I would do, you know, two to three times a day and walking the dog. And then I would just say to myself, I'm going to go from this street to the next street and I'm going to run the whole thing. And it'd probably be like, you know, 75 feet. And I would just run and and literally like halfway be like dying and then get to the end and then start walking. And I would walk around this like almost two mile loop. And that was my normal walk. I would do, you know, a two mile loop. Um, and my goal was to run the whole thing. So day by day, week by week, I would run a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then I realized like my shorts are too long. They're like just below my knee. So I can't get a good extension on my legs. So I go onto Amazon and I look up, you know, running shorts and August 5th, um, 2014, I find a pair of just really lightweight royal blue um, running shorts. And when I tell you they were high, they were very high. <laughs> These guys did not cover hardly any of my thighs. Um, so I put those on, put on a t-shirt, and kept running. And then I realized that my shoes were not working. Um, so I went ahead and ordered a pair of new balance shoes. Cause I figured, I don't know what I figured. I thought, well, these are old school running shoes. They should work. <laughs> um, and so I started running in those and then I still remember to this day when I hit the one mile mark. I, I was ecstatic. It was, it was like the biggest high ever. I was so, I had always thought, oh yeah, running a mile, that's super easy. Not, not difficult at all. Not true. Um, it was extremely difficult and it took weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, and so I'm continuing to run and then it starts to get a little bit cold outside. So I go back on Amazon and, um, I order also in November, I order a pair of compression pants and a compression top. So now I have a compression top, compression pants. Um, I have my shorts on new balance shoes and I am just a running machine at this point. Uh, I'm do by this point I'm doing the full loop, and um, then I start to like think of, you know, can I run it twice? So, um, and then I would have my phone like in my. Let's see. I would have my phone. No, I did buy a shoulder strap. That's right. I bought a shoulder strap, put my phone in my in the shoulder strap, and then I'd be running. Um, and sometimes I couldn't hear what the thing would say. So I thought, you know, I need some running 
headphones. So I went back on Amazon and I looked up, you know, best running headphones and I found um, these things called sound peats. Um, and those, those were awesome. I really enjoyed those. Those um, synced up well with my phone and they're wireless uh, except for like a strap that goes around your neck. So those worked and I was, you know, I was by that point, I got the headphones in and I was using Runtastic and Runtastic, ugh, Runtastic has, or it, I don't know if it still does, but it used to have, um, it used to have themed runs or something where you could download like a, uh, 10 minute, 15 minute, 30 minute, um, kind of like a story, like an audiobook, but it was paced to your run. So um so like as you neared the end, it would ramp up really fast and become like faster pace and um and it was really cool. I I really liked it, but then I found myself running for 35 minutes and 40 minutes and at then 50 minutes and then 60 minutes. And, and by, by the time I got to around 45 to 50 minutes, um, I, I was having to either repeat, uh, the same audio book or same runtastic story, or I was having to load up another one, which meant I had to like do a bunch of maneuvering with my arm. And it was, it was just really, really annoying. So, um, so I, I, I looked up audiobooks. I thought, you know, audiobooks are a lot longer than these storybooks. So I go um, to Google and I type in, um, you know, like mystery thriller uh, audiobook. And the very first thing that comes up is Gone Girl. Because in 2014, Gone Girl had uh, just come out. So, um, so I go ahead and download the audiobook, throw it onto my phone. And I think it was like 15 hours or something. And I'm just like in heaven. I'm like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Because it wasn't like I was always running 45, 50 minutes. But if I did want to go over my normal run, then, I would have plenty of audiobook to keep listening to. So, um, so for the next like you know, twelve to fifteen, sixteen runs, I was listening to Gone Girl, and the thing that I found was when you get your head into a good book while you're running, it changes everything. Like literally, you feel like you're transported somewhere else. And I was running at this time. Let me think. I was running probably every day, you know, well over two to three miles every day. Um, and then I got like knee pain, which I found out was runner's knee. And I looked it up and they said, you should probably be running every other day. So I switched to every other day. Um, and so with Gone Girl, I was 
I was probably running a good, at some points, like an hour, hour and a half. And, um, the, this book, it would, it would encourage you to keep running because you didn't know what was going to happen next. The mystery aspect, the mystery aspect of it was absolutely insane. And the twists and turns were unheard of. So you were constantly going through all these twists and turns and I'm out running. Um, and, and this, this weird thing happens once you, once you become super fluent with running and you run all the time, what I found was my body would literally go into like autopilot mode where my brain is just chilling up top and my body is just like a well-oiled machine going down the road. And I almost felt like I could relax up in my brain. It was unbelievable. Like it was truly an amazing experience. And of course, if you stop for a month or a couple of weeks, you can lose that. So it only comes with consistent aggressive long runs. Um, and so, so as I'm running, I'm, I'm, I'm losing weight. Um, and I'm, I'm fasting for those 30 days, which was absolutely insanely difficult. Like by the time you get halfway in 15 days, you literally are completely like you go through like these this this grumpy phase where you're super grumpy and then you go through this phase where um where you realize like how much we wrap ourselves around uh food like literally our days are broken down into eating segments and when you're not fasting you're like oh I'm not going to eat now which means I'm not going to do those other things that I would do to prepare the food or to get the food. So your day kind of becomes longer. You have more time. And um, yeah, and it really, it, it teaches you the ability to, it gives you a sense of control. Like you now have control over this food because you're saying no throughout the day. And you have to say no a lot because you can forget. You're like, oh, I can just have this orange. Nope. <laughs> You're like, oh, I can just, you know, drink this uh, V8. Nope. Um, so you really start to learn self-control over your food and, and you become the boss and the food doesn't. Um, and so, once I once I got past the 30-day fast, I think it might have been probably six months later, I had gotten myself down to, a, I think it was like 150. So I lost about 52 pounds from the fast and the low-salt diet. Um, and by the one-year mark, uh, 2015, um, I was, I was just a well-oiled machine. I was just cranking out mile after mile after mile every other day. Um, and you know, I, I started to feel the way I wanted to feel. And the, 
thing that I found really fascinating was, you know, when you're when you're when you're in a society setting, you have to climb the ladder, right? You have to start off as a young guy who's working in a business, college grad, and then you keep moving up the ladder and up the ladder and up the ladder. And over years and years and years, you may achieve that success that you that you saw yourself achieving years and years ago. You may become the CEO, you may become an owner, you may become a regional manager. You may hit a level of achievement that you feel is awesome and society feels is awesome. But some people aren't that lucky. Some people didn't follow that path and they have no ability to get that sense of achievement. But through running, I was able to go from not understanding running to understanding running to achieving in running to then looking like a runner to society. And to me, that was that was fascinating. It really showed me that I can do so much more than I had ever thought. I can become something on my own through my own power. And that blew me away. I, I was completely sold at that point. I was like, I absolutely love this. And that leads me to cycling, uh, which I also got into. I'll go through that in another episode. Um, but yeah, so so as I'm as I'm bettering myself and I'm getting healthy. Also, my dad is eating a low salt diet. He's shedding like 50, 60 pounds, 70 pounds. Um, he's starting to run and cycle and he's following a guy on on YouTube, Coach Kozak, um, who's, you know, him and his wife have some amazing videos or they used to. I don't know if they still have it. Um, and so so he's doing his exercises every day and and, you know, he's getting completely back on track. His face paralysis is completely gone at this point. Um, you know, he's standing more upright. His belly is almost gone. He's, um, you know, he's he had kind of like a humpback. So he was uh, doing YouTube videos on how to straighten out his humpback. And, um, you know, he's finding all this insane energy that he's being able to apply to his work at Menards and, you know, his life literally turned around in a matter of a year. It, it was absolutely unbelievable. And still to this day, he holds on to, I would say 80% of that in terms of, you know, health and, 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 you know, fitness and whatnot. Um, so, so that was a really important part of my life where I was, able to better my father's existence and better my own at the same time. And running, I, I'm not going to say that it gave me that, but the, the, there's just something really special about running. But running is also something that you can't just, you can't just do it and do, you know, 50 other things. At least I could, I can't. Running for me is like a, 
I have to devote everything to it. I mean, I can run, but if I truly want to get wrapped up in running, I can easily get wrapped up in running to the point where that's all I do. And I think that that's, you know, that's something that I probably will do, uh, you know, later on in life when I figure uh, my financial state out. Um, but I thoroughly love running and it has a, it has a warm spot in my heart. Um, but yeah, so that is my running story. And once again, I thank you guys so much for lending me your ears and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.